1: Wing is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer
0: Radio. folks! Hands and arms inside the train, and remain seated at all times.
1: Flap some bacon on a biscuit, and let's go.
0: We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Uh. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. <laughs> However, you may be listening. Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, radio.com. Anchor FM, we're glad you're here to find out what is happening. Over at the Walt Disney World Resort, Jeff and Nicole here with you.
1: Now, listen, I know I'm not the only one that sings along to the intro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know there are more people out there. <laughs>
1: They're just not on a hot mic like I am. Yeah, probably so.
0: <laughs> the red light means,
1: shh, <laughs> you don't, don't say anything. <laughs> Got me.
0: <laughs> yeah, caught you. I caught you. So another week, uh, last week, as you may or may not remember, uh, was very, very few things to talk about.
1: Boring.
0: Not exactly. I wouldn't say boring, but.
1: No, it wasn't boring, but. no. Yeah in comparison to the avalanche of news (laughs) that came out this week.
0: Yeah, this past week has been, uh, (laughs) my goodness, Uh, overwhelming.
1: It's a full-time job keeping up with Disney News.
0: It's like they take a week of overloading you with so many different things for all these, uh, you know, bloggers and uh, podcast people everything else, and then you've got all this content to cover, and then they take a week and they go, we've given them enough, we don't need to give them anything else, we're good, we're good right now, we're fine. So this week, they said, overload mode, Right. let's just release all this stuff, and so this is where we're at, so we're glad that you're joining us whether it be uh, over on Sorcerer Radio or whether you're listening to the podcast version of the show. Very appreciative that you're spending our day with us. Also very appreciative if you are chatting with us right now on the brand new Sorcerer Radio Discord page. We're loving Discord. We are really loving Discord a lot. I love it. Yeah.
1: I looked, we talked, when we talked with Eric Allen a few weeks ago, um, we talked about the forums and I said how I had must have just stumbled onto sorcerer radio right after the forums ended and i looked and i did i joined the fun zone like i want to say like six to eight weeks after it started yeah like it was really new um and we were talking about when sorcerer radio's 15th anniversary happened how we hit a thousand members in the fun zone and we were so excited now we have like a couple thousand
0: (laughs) i think it was like three thousand i think
1: something crazy Yeah. yeah so Um, It has definitely grown exponentially since then. So now we're trying something new.
0: Discord is, you know, we we kind of have tested a message board uh, page as well, which a lot of people may remember from years back when Sorcerer Radio first came around. We had some message boards and we had chat room, stuff like that. So we decided to bring that back in, in a small way, test it out a little bit. And then one of our listeners said, hey, what about Discord? Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in trying that? Uh, so DJ Sorcy and I got together uh, with him and or um, with them and started testing Discord, started bringing a few people in. We tested it for a couple of days and it went official for everybody to join if they wanted to. Two days ago. Two days ago over on, on Wednesday.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, it has, has been real good because we... At first, it's a little overwhelming to keep up with Discord because it is a continuous chat. Right. So you can have a lot of different comments coming at you at the same time in different chat rooms because we have multiple chat rooms set up for each one of the shows that you hear on Sorcerer Radio. Uh, We also have general discussions, trip reports, uh, videos, and...
1: One for uh, each of the streams on the station. Yeah,
0: I mean, everything, pretty much. And then we have some very uh, experienced individuals who have you've been using Discord for a while to help out with the different functionalities if you've never used it before. So we encourage you to check it out. Head over to srsounds.com and you can find the link to get onto the Sorcerer Radio Discord page. And you just simply put together a username and a password. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that link and it'll put you right in there. You just confirm uh, the email that is sent to you and you're good to go. Yeah. So we are definitely going to be chatting with everybody right now on the DW6 section of the Discord page for us is where we're going to be. So we are definitely enjoying that. We have not made a final decision yet on the forums that we put together at the beginning of the week.
1: But check it out and let us know what, you know, your opinions, if you like it, what you think... Because that's important. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. So do check that out. Let's get to our Disney news. Disney has let people know to have all of their tickets and reservations linked to their account in the My Disney Experience app. And they say that this is going to make sure that you're going to have access to the brand new theme park reservation system once it comes online.
1: Final countdown.
0: Yeah. Doing it right now, I think, really makes all the difference because the very second the system goes live, I think the My Disney Experience app, the server that it works on, might be a little crowded, might (laughs) crash. Disney is is notorious for having things crash when they get a lot of traffic. Yes. So doing it now kind of makes sense in a way. Yeah. That way the day the reservation system does come online you just simply get on there all your stuff is already linked and you make your reservation for when you want to go to Walt Disney World yes so do that please
1: help us help you
0: yeah <laughs> along with that uh, Disney also updated the annual passholder uh, blockout calendar to reflect the theme park reservation system which is worried a lot of annual passholders Yeah, I don't think
1: there's anything to worry about.
0: At the same time, they put the reservation system and scheduled it all the way to the end of 2021.
1: They just went as far as the calendar goes. Exactly. I mean, when the parks were closed they were doing it a little bit at a time and they people go, well, you know, they have hours posted for this day and then they'd update them and they're like, well, right. yeah. what are you doing? And then they'd have hours posted for yeah. whenever that ended and they'd update them. People would get mad. So this time they said, you know what? We're just going to do it as far as we can and then we'll uh, take it off when we're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They said, listen, <laughs> listen here.
0: And the very second Disney did it, every Disney-related website was just automatic to post okay, reservation forms. system going all the way to the end of 2021. Disney never said that. They never said that. They're just covering their butts.
1: You know what that's called? What's it called? Clickbait.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we, we don't know how long the reservation system is going to last. Disney is just covering their butts. Yeah. It's easy to make the change after everything dies down and they don't need to use it anymore, and they start putting regular things back up on the calendar. Well, and... That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Right before they they stopped taking um, resort and ticket reservations, yeah, you were able to make um, resort... Re- call and make resort reservations for October 2021. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there are... There could be people that have resort reservations that far out. So, you know, they're just covering all their bases.
0: Pretty much, and that's a good thing, so don't freak out. you know. Just relax. Take it easy. <laughs> okay, so we all know the theme park's opening just under a month. Now we're going to talk about annual pass holders for a second. And uh, Disney has begun its process of giving those promised extensions of annual pass holder expiration dates. Uh, it's about a four-month extension from March 16th through July the 11th. Uh, which is the covers all the way up to the first reopening of uh, of Disney Parks uh, for Orlando with the Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, if you're an annual pass holder who has paid in full, all active Walt Disney World theme park and water park annual passes will be extended for the number of days the parks are closed. The new expiration date will be reflected on the annual pass holder's account to the reopening of the parks. As an alternative, in lieu of the extension of the passes, uh, who have paid in full may choose to receive a partial refund for the park closure period. If you got questions, contact VI Passholder Support 407 939 7277. They're probably going to have an increased amount of call volume when it comes to this and, and when it's implemented, I'm sure. Be patient. Be very, very patient. If you're an annual pass holder on the monthly payment plan, uh, they automatically stopped on April the 5th, your automatic payments. They waived the monthly payments due while the parks were closed between March 14th through April 4th, 2020. Payments will resume on the pass holders' regular scheduled payment dates once the park reopened. Mm -hmm. Not before then, the day that it reopens, July the 11th.
1: Well, and they're... Your payments will resume on the day that they usually do. So, be just parks reopen on the eleventh, but you know if your payment uh processes every month on the twenty third. Sure. Your yeah, payment will process yeah. on the twenty third of July,
0: right. and
1: it will resume July, August, September for the rest of your pass. Right. There's not going to be a mass. Debit on everyone's account, July eleventh. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Please do take note. Uh, Pass expiration dates will not be extended, and passes will expire upon their originally ex- uh, scheduled expiration dates. So.
1: Right after the extension. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Try not to freak out too much.
1: <laughs> well, it people are freaking out. I got-
0: <laughs> why? Why are they freaking out? Tell me.
1: we were trying to eat dinner last night and I was scrolling through Facebook and I usually just scroll by stuff because I don't have the energy really to deal with like just to argue with people Um, but I saw a post on Facebook of somebody who had written a very lengthy email to guest services about how she thought that her past should be extended um, the whatever the period of time that the reservation system is in place, as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because you know, there's a chance that she might not be able to get a reservation for when she wants to go, and okay. So, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I left a comment and said, I mean, just because you might not be able to get a reservation for a date that you want is not Disney's problem. Like they have no obligation to extend your pass just because there's a chance that you might not be able to use it. <laughs> like, you can go. You are able to enter the park if you get a reservation. Right. But if you don't right. get a reservation, that's not their fault and they do not have to compensate you.
0: <laughs> so, okay, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. So you're telling me that this person thinks that just because they have an annual pass, no matter what, they should be able to get into the park.
1: Well, she's whether there's a that, reservation
0: system in, in place or not.
1: She's saying that because with the reservation system, she might not be able to get in, that she thinks that her pass should be extended the days that the parks were closed and the days that the reservation system is in place because <laughs> there's a chance, there's a, a possibility somehow, somewhere, that she might not get a reservation for the day she wants.
0: You're kidding me, right?
1: Um, my comment started off with, you're probably going to hate to hear this, but... <laughs> so I think that kind of uh, <laughs> reveled a lot of feathers. But, um...
0: uh, okay, so I, I don't quite understand.
1: I mean, I wasn't mean.
0: No, you weren't. You, I don't think you were mean. You're never mean about it. You just yeah. explain things. I, I get that. But I, I don't understand why she would think, one, if this reservation system does end up being all the way to the end of 2021, that she's just automatically going to have all this extra time on her pass be able to use because of that. Well, of course, because there's a
1: chance that she might not be able to get in. And the scenario that I had suggested to her was if you bought an annual pass and you never went any other day except for Christmas Day, which the parks frequently hit capacity on Christmas Day, and you couldn't get in, Disney would not and should not uh, refund your pass just because you didn't get to use it the way that you could have. That is not their fault.
0: <laughs> that goes for days like 4th of July.
1: New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Christmas, Thanksgiving. So much Easter, more. Spring break. Yeah. The parks, it's, it's just as any other day with capacity in the parks. The capacity is just going to be different. But once it hits capacity all your annual pass does is allow you to pay for your admission to the parks right either right, right. at a reduced rate in a lump sum or if you're a Florida resident or a DVC member over you know spread out over the course of a year It does not guarantee you admission to the parks it does not have a minimum number of days that you're um, you have to use your pass they say you know you, you will be able to use it at least this many days. You know that's not right. There's right, none of that. Yeah. Um, it's just saying if you're able to get into the park, it's already paid for. That's all. That is all your pass. That's does. it. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. Yeah. And wow, I don't. I don't understand the the entitlement. That is like what we keep coming back to. And it's not just with Disney annual pass holders. Same thing happens with Universal. The same thing happens with other theme parks. But it's just like their head is 10 times the size of their body. And I don't don't get it. And I'm so happy that, you know, so many of our friends and so many of our listeners aren't that way. (laughs) Um, But there are certainly a large number of people who are.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. I totally agree with you 100%. Yeah. That mean, was my
1: entertainment the other night, just uh,
0: stirring <laughs> the pot on Facebook.
1: <laughs> I was like smirking in my phone. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, well.
0: I can't believe that. Yeah. That is crazy. Wow.
1: That was my fun the other night.
0: That just blows me away.
1: Usually I scroll by, but I was feeling feisty.
0: Obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you were, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they sent this to Disney. Yes. Yep. And what did Disney say?
1: Thanks. <laughs> it was it was yes. a lot longer than that, but they were basically like, "Thanks for you know expressing your concern, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll uh, yeah. look into that, yeah. and uh, have a magical day."
0: <laughs> Take care now. Bye bye then. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Oh, some people just uh, they just don't like listening to. Reason, I guess. Some form or fashion.
1: Well, I don't know. I think they, well, no. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. Okay.
0: (laughs) Moving on, Disney announced that uh, guests with existing resort stays uh, for arrivals June 22nd through July the 10th, 2020 can start making some dining reservations as of yesterday, which is real nice. Mm Mm-hmm. What they're asking, though, they're asking that you call the Disney Reservation Center, 407-824-1391 if you want to make your reservations at select Disney Resort dining locations. Now, if you're a guest without a resort reservation, you can make dining reservations at select Disney Springs dining locations. Mm -hmm. But that's it. So make sure uh, you do take note of that.
1: Right. So... What I think a lot of people are going to run into is once the resorts reopen, you can't just decide you want to go get a Dole Whip and go to the Polynesian. Yeah. You have to have either a dining reservation or a resort reservation to visit the resorts at Walt Disney World going forward. But True. Like, yeah. You know, for the time being. Right. During this reopening process. Right.
0: Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Unfortunately, uh, something very popular that usually happens at the Walt Disney World Resort every year, the food and wine classic. It was set to take place November 6th and 7th at the Swan and Dolphin. It has been canceled for 2020 because of COVID-19. Right Now, the event usually has uh, wine and beer seminars, tasting stations, live music, along with chefs from the hotels and restaurants describing their dishes and stuff like that. Um, A lot more is going on as well. So, if you did already purchase a ticket for this, you should be receiving some information about your refund from Brown Paper Tickets, is what it's called. So, be looking for that, uh, probably in a formative email, stuff like that. Uh, if not, uh, call the Swa- uh, Swan and Dolphin, call Disney, find out what's going on.
1: They'll get it sorted out for you. Yeah. But you gotta have faith, dude.
0: They do want to try and reschedule this for 2021, early 2021.
1: That'd be cool. You have two in one year.
0: So I'm thinking sometime maybe uh, January through April, maybe. Yeah. Sometime in there. If they push it any to any further back than that, uh, they might as well just not do it because it's about to come up anyway. Right. For food and wine in 2021.
1: This is this is Swan and Dolphin's food and wine event.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just
1: a. To- Clarify. Yeah. Not Disney.
0: I do want to mention this real quick. Uh, this past week, there were some photos that were uh, leaked onto the internet about the new reservation system that is going to be on the Disneyland, Walt Disney World website, mm-hmm. My Disney Experience app, stuff like that. Um, very, very, very curious as to how all of a sudden stuff like this just. Miraculously gets leaked.
1: I was going to ask you. Um, you know. Do we think they're putting it out? Like they're leaking it?
0: I don't think Disney is leaking it, no. I no? don't. No. I don't know. I, I, I,
1: Sometimes I feel like they do. One, just so people can like, I don't know, like look at it and be familiar with it. Um, but on the other hand... Uh, they don't typically <laughs> like when their stuff goes out before they intend it to. Well,
0: I, I could see Disney doing it like a couple of days before it goes live. Right. Just to, you know, familiarize people. Making an official, you know, release on Disney Parks blog, stuff like that. This is what it's going to look like. Stuff like that. But Disney did not do that. No. I don't know.
1: So you think there's somebody putting this out? I it would not be the first time. Wouldn't be
0: the first, wouldn't be the last. Well, no,
1: it wouldn't be the first time I was going to say that a company would put something out onto the internet anonymously <laughs> to <laughs> drum up conversation.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's some pretty basic information, though, from what I'm looking at from the uh, screenshots here.
1: It looks like you're making fast you way, like.
0: Kind of. In a way, it does. Uh, there's a section where, you know, it shows your confirmation of what days and what times... Uh, your reservation is going to be to get into the park along with the names of the people that are in your group. Because you need to link anybody that you want in your group. You need to link them with you yes. in the My Disney Experience app. That's really important that you do that.
1: They need uh, to be on your friends and family list.
0: Exactly. And put them all on the group. Otherwise, you may make a reservation for, let's say, 11 a.m. on the 17th of July. And then your the rest of your family gets on, and they're not able to get that time. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to have everybody in a group. It just makes sense. Yeah. So do that. And we were talking about earlier, making sure your tickets and everything else are linked to the My Disney Experience app, and then also, you know, getting your friends correct mm-hmm. at the same time. Um. It'll ask you, you know, if you're sure that you want to make a reservation for this time and everything else, and you say yes or no, thanks. All
1: uh, right. So you like select who's in your party
0: right and then you select where you yeah. want to go
1: right and then the day that you want to go and the time that you intend to be there on or after
0: i i think the time wise i think it's probably going to be this is what you have to choose from
1: yeah yeah no it'll say like 9 11 1, 3, 5, yeah, exactly. 7 9 or something yeah. um and you won't be able to get in before then.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah,
1: um, And I think that will be its own issue. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it helps them for people who want to get there at Rope Drop. And then there's people that want to have breakfast reservations or sleep in or whatever.
0: I like the sleeping in part.
1: We don't sleep in at Disney.
0: Well, we've got to learn to do that better. That's a thing. You, you've you even said that before yourself that oh uh, yeah we we have to learn to kind of you know relax a little bit a little more when we do our disney park vacations like oh, yeah. we want to do for the honeymoon and everything else
1: yes well typically you know. we're only there for like 48 and a half hours yeah so it's like go 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 go
0: <laughs> it is yeah um
1: yeah. so we won't have to do that for much longer
0: no we won't hopefully 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 sometime soon So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have a rumor of the week to get to and also email time right here on DW60. Did you know that Sorcerer Radio has their own YouTube channel? It's true. Check out all of the great videos from Disney News, Resort TV, Ride Throughs, Music Remixes, and more. Stop in at srsounds.com slash YouTube and enjoy even more magic from your favorite
1: Disney radio station. Be sure to like and subscribe for all of the updates at
0: srsounds.com slash YouTube. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps. Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean more fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney.
1: Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation.
0: Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit earsalert.com today. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at MagicallyScented.com. Sourcer radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next Magically Scented order. Looking for a custom magic band? MagicYourBand.com specializes in custom skins for your Disney Magic Band. Choose from over 700 professionally created Magic Band skins or create your own custom design. Our decals are durable, waterproof, easy to apply, and are sure to turn heads on your next Disney vacation. So head on over to MagicYourBand.com and start creating your magic today. If you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out, become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. From the top, top. Of the world is DW16 with Jeff Davis.
1: Check out the sound. You yeah. like this? Love the music? Great music. All the time.
0: to
1: Everybody say.
0: Switch to radio.
1: SRSounds.com
0: mm-hmm. source for radio all disney music all day long srsounds.com it's dw60 jeff nicole here with you
1: hello good morning good morning good morning we've been we have this um pecan brailing coffee that we've been drinking from community coffee
0: oh yeah yeah which good stuff
1: it's available down here like in the southeast i don't know i don't know how like far it is but i think it's like a new orleans brand it's good.
0: I love that stuff. I'm just going to tell you. That's that <laughs> and then I've
1: been drinking it with cinnamon toast crunch creamer, which of the two of us, I definitely have a bigger sweet tooth. Like
0: oh yeah. Times 10,000. Yeah. 10, yeah. Um, to the power of 10. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Jeff's like, it's good. And I'm like, I need five cups of this, but it's really, really good.
0: The combination of that. And then also the, um, Oh, what's the, name? the French vanilla creamer that we use? It's mm-hmm. just it, it it just goes together really well. Yes. Yeah. Good coffee.
1: It's really good. That's what we're drinking this morning.
0: Again, we're happy that you're here on the show with us, and uh, definitely chat with us on the brand new Sorcerer Radio Discord page down on the DW60 categories where we're at. If you want to chat with us during the show. I was thinking the other day. Were you? As. <laughs> Heck yeah. uh, I was contemplating the other day as we're watching these universal videos we've, we've seen some SeaWorld videos, we've seen some Busch Garden videos on YouTube stuff like that and initial first days for these parks have been a little bit overwhelming, stuff like that but at the same time I kind of wonder Disney's going to have those overwhelming days on the 11th of July and then on the 15th of July. In your opinion, where do you, do you believe that it's going to die down like it has for universal and everybody else to where a lot of wait times are, you know, 10, 15 minutes for attractions because people are too scared to vacation right now, or they're just not wanting to go because of the mandatory face wearing, face mask wearing and stuff like that. What do you think?
1: I think um, what I've seen is that Universal actually like started out, for the annual pass holder days, it was busy. And then when they opened to the general public, it died down. But I think it's starting to get busier as people are like, oh, it's empty. So then they all start going. Um, but there's also no, no visitors coming down from um, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut right now. Um, And that's usually like a really big crowd.
0: But I thought, and you you had told me this uh, maybe last week or week before, that the state of Florida was supposed to start letting people from those states into the state without having to quarantine or anything else like that.
1: July 7th.
0: July 7th.
1: Is when it's supposed to end. That was my my understanding. Has,
0: you know, the state of Florida, the governor, actually said that? Or is it just, you know, a rumor That's when
1: the order... That is when the executive order is supposed to expire. Okay. Whether they extend it or amend it or whatever they're going to do past that, they haven't said.
0: Because I do know a lot of people from up there in the Northeast do vacation in the Orlando area a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of people from up there move down to Orlando. Snowbirds. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when you start to see the,
1: uh, what do they say in Florida in the fall? When you start to see the license plate change, (laughs) license plates (laughs) change. Not the leaves, the license plates. That's how you know it's
0: snowbird season. We do have a few of those that come down to uh, South Mississippi snowbirds. Oh,
1: they love the casinos.
0: Casino-wise, yeah.
1: Yes. Casinos and the um, RV parks.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. The RVs down. Yeah. I was just curious, though, because it, it's been interesting to see the development of the other parks before Disney opens and see what the crowds are like.
1: Uh, but I think Disney will be busier than the other parks have been yeah. because, um, you know... When Universal opened, it was just Universal was open.
0: Oh, know? yeah, true. Yeah. Um,
1: and then SeaWorld and Busch Gardens have opened. And so by the time Disney opens, all of the theme parks in Central Florida are going to be open. and People are going to be there. And all of Disney's hotels are going to be open. And there's just going to be like an influx of people who are there specifically to come to Disney. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the people that are in SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Universal, Islands of Adventure are local. Yeah, um, But I think Disney has going to draw a lot more people as a destination interesting afternoon activity
0: very interested to see what happens let's get to some rumors i wasn't like every other kid you know who dreams about being an astronaut i was always more interested in uh what bark was made out of on a tree Hey, how you doing? You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should never be allowed to talk to people. That's what I'm talking about! Let's get nuts! It's time for the DW16
1: Rumor of the Week.
0: Now, I consider this a rumor. I think you don't consider it a rumor because we've seen it in a couple of different spots. But from what is being said, both Chef Mickey's At Disney's Contemporary Resort and then the Beer Garden over in Germany over at Epcot are both supposed to reopen with the rest of the parks and everything else in July. But what they say, they are slated to reopen as family-style eateries. So we're talking like Whispering Canyon Cafes type eating. We're talking the Garden Grill at Epcot type eating. Ohana. Ohana type eating. So... I'm just I'm just a little curious here when talking about this because with both of these type of restaurants, there is so many different things to choose from on the buffet. So is this going to be in your opinion, is this going to be selected items that Disney chooses to give you at your table, or is this going to be you sit down at the table? and they give you a paper menu or a downloadable menu with everything that's available on the buffet, and you let your cast member server know that, okay, I want this, 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 and this, and they bring it to you. Because in a place like the beer garden, family-style dining with a bunch of people that you don't know sitting at your table.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: I, it, it kind of worries me a little bit when thinking about that, it, or is it just going to be select foods that Disney you know, chooses, this is what you're getting. And if that's the case, does Disney need to drop the price on these dining experiences because they're not originally what you're normally paying for?
1: Um, I don't think you'll be eating with random strangers at Beer Garden. Um. Especially if it's family style, because I don't want nobody's grubby hands. I don't know, touching on my food.
0: <laughs> Good point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I don't
1: think I'll be sitting with random strangers anymore for the time being.
0: But okay, let me start with you right there, because a lot of these tables are made for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people.
1: Yeah, I think they'll bring in new tables.
0: So if it's just me and you, we're at this big, long table. I think they'll bring in new ones. Awkward, you yeah, know? it is. We'll spread out. Okay, the rest of it.
1: Um, and then I th- it could be selected items. I was actually discussing this with my best friend yesterday because she was like, I think this is awesome. Um, And I said it is, however it's going to be, not going to be as many items as you would normally have on the buffet. Right. But, what you were just saying, where you could choose I think what they might do, so Whispering Canyon Cafe, you can pick different family style meals to choose from. So, you know, there might be um, uh, one that has Mickey waffles and bacon and eggs and sausage and whatever yeah, and then yeah. there might be one that has mac and cheese and corn dog nuggets and you know there you could have different options that you could choose for your table um, or they might do like an individual family air quote family style meal where yeah, yeah. you pick something and you have unlimited access to that
0: okay okay no, what about okay. price-wise?
1: options? Um, I don't think it's going to drop in price. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think it will, but I think it should.
1: Well, Ohana and Whispering Canyon Cafe and um, Garden Grill are all 50 at least $50, $45, $50 a person. Right. And they're family style. And they have a limited menu.
0: That is true. But at the same time, a place like Chef Mickey's gives you a character experience which ups the price a little bit more for places like that. If they're not going to be having character experiences, plus they're not going to be having a buffet, it only makes sense to me. I should want to lower the price to make it more attractive for guests to actually want to go to Chef Mickey's and enjoy something.
1: Yeah. I didn't think about the no characters. I wouldn't go. well, we don't go to Chef Mickey's anyways, usually, but I wouldn't go (laughs) if there weren't any characters.
0: We had that last experience and we haven't gone back since.
1: It just, and it wasn't bad. It just, there was nothing like, Great about it. It didn't blow me away. No, it was just uh, like, I don't know, not bland, but there was nothing exciting. There was no food you can't get anywhere else. There, you know, nothing that we had was spectacular. Um. We recently—well, I say recently—it's probably two years ago. Ate at the dinner buffet at nineteen hundred Park Fair, and we loved it. Yeah, like, we did. Loved yeah. it. Loved that buffet. And yeah. there was like a macaroni salad that was delicious. There were beef tips that were delicious. There were things that I, you know, don't recall being able to get at other dinner buffets. Yeah. and it was really, really good. Um, and so it's something that like sticks with you like that.
0: Good point. Yeah, I still like Michael K's suggestion, and I really think Disney should do this is having cast members serving you what is currently on the buffet while still, you know, practicing the physical distancing up at the buffet. You have, you know, little stickers on the floor that say if you for this section of the buffet, stand here. For the next section, stand here. And people keep the distance and everything else. I really think that's what Disney needs to do instead of a family style dining.
1: The issue you run into there is if what if the cast member serving you is asymptomatic and then they've touched the food and the plates. Of three hundred and fifty people that came to dinner that night. What if the, what if your
0: family style dining? What if your server is the same thing? Yeah. You still run into the same problem, right? So, but
1: I, they're they're serving one section of food; they're not touching everyone that wanted mashed potatoes. I don't know.
0: That's true. I kind of want to make reservations for one of these two places if that's still going on while we're there. Oh yeah, just to, just to experience, you
1: know, for research.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, I want my German food either way. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, uh, for researching and show purposes, it'd be nice to talk oh, yeah. about you know, So, All right, let's get to our emails. It's email time. It's
1: email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time.
0: <laughs> our email comes from Michael.
1: We met Michael.
0: We did meet Michael last year around this time. He said, just received a call from Walt Disney World. We had reservations of the Pop Century in June. They gave us three options. Keep our reservation, but they will assign us to a DVC resort. We don't get to pick. Second one was move our reservations to a future date in 2020. But still, we would be moved to a DVC resort of their choice and pay rack rate for the room. Or the third, cancel the reservation we chose to cancel. My wife is more than upset as her birthday is June the 28th. So weeks ago, we canceled our plane tickets that we canceled once before. The first time we canceled it was for $785. We rebooked for a total of $230. Then we canceled those tickets down for the weekend of June. Again, the dates they picked, those tickets are only a total of 120. But of course, everything is closed. She just wants to eat and shop. He says, my question to you and Nicole is this, is your personal opinion... Will it someday, maybe, be a couple of years from now? Will things go back to normal at Walt Disney World? If not totally, what will revert back to pre-COVID nineteen, and what will permanently change from this pandemic? Thank you for, thank you both for everything you do for the Disney community. That came from Mike. Appreciate that, Mike. Thank well, you very that
1: was much. Sweet. Heck yeah. I feel like I don't know. People say that sometimes. Like, thanks for what you do for for everybody, and I'm like. Oh, I don't know what That's we nice. do, but I yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we, you know, we have a show and yeah. we talk and we, sure. we yeah. listen, I think is probably the number one thing. Yeah. Um, that is a really tough decision about what to do. I think, <sighs> hmm.
0: well, I mean, there, his question though is, you know, do we think that things are going to go back to normal after a couple of years or do we think that there may be some COVID-19 related issues that Disney's going to have to deal with? That's his real question.
1: Oh yeah, I think things are definitely going to stick around. There are things from um, post 9/11 Disney that are still around and oh, yeah, we think they're yeah, totally normal. That's true. Like bank check. Yeah. You know. That's true. It it was implemented after that and has stuck around and now it has become, you know, you don't think twice about it. It's just part of getting into the parks. And I think sanitizing you know the chairs and the ride vehicles are probably going to be something that's going to stick around having the hand washing stations out and about in the parks probably going to be something that stick around
0: yeah that's true i do think that we know how the fast pass system right now is going away because of <laughs> covid-19 the pandemic yeah. and everything else and we're going to start seeing more of a you know reservation system like they started using with rise of, resist- r- yeah. Q, rise of the resistance virtual queue rise of the resistance I do think that that is something that could possibly replace FastPass Plus system which is always he it's is. It, it's been weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, well, just, let's be honest. I think
1: they've been trying to move towards a paid FastPass system for a while. Yeah. Um, they began, I don't know, it must've been a year ago, two year year and a half, two years ago somewhere mm-hmm. around there. They um, made it where if you were staying club level, club level you had an additional Fast Passes in addition to your first three Fast Passes that you could book. So I think it was you got three extra Fast Passes. So, you know, for your initial Fast Passes for the day, you had six Fast Passes that you could book. And that was a perk of staying club level. So you were paying more. So you got more. Right. And I think that was a test to see if people would stay club level and pay more money just to have that perk to see if people would pay for more Fast Passes. I think that's been something they've been trying to uh, test out, feel out, and see what see how people feel about it. Interesting. Well, I mean, you go to university, pay for Max Pass.
0: That is true. Yeah. Good point.
1: And it wasn't well, I mean not Max Pass, <laughs> uh, Express Pass <laughs> at Disneyland. It's yeah. Max Pass, and you pay for it. You yeah. pay extra for it.
0: That is true. That is true. It it's really it's Mike. It's really just hard to say whether or not a lot of these different things are going to be implemented still in a couple of years. I think it's going to be more back to normal from what we're used to. Yeah. Character experiences, parades, Mm -hmm. uh, fireworks, you know, things like that that you'll be able to enjoy again. I'm totally confident that Disney is going to bring that back when the time is appropriate we just don't know what the time frame is going to be
1: well when they you know. decide the time is appropriate not when the state of florida decides it's appropriate not when annual pass holders decide it's appropriate not you know yeah. when <laughs> they and I, I am so sure that they put all of this time and research and effort into making sure that they're making the right choices yeah and doing things because they have um facts and research backing it up
0: that's true good point Good point. So we appreciate your email. If you want to send us an email, uh, just do so. Send it to dw60 at srsounds.com, and we'll be glad to answer any of your questions, concerns, uh, trip reports. If you're praising cast members for something that they did during your trip or anything else like that, please let us know about it. Send that email. In your email, make sure to include where you're listening from, what your favorite Disney attraction is, and also what your favorite Disney food is as well real important that you do that so i think we need to do birthdays because i did remember that we'd had some birthdays to do so let me find that real cool. i've got a brand new board that i'm using here
1: a new soundboard yeah
0: yeah a new soundboard and i just completely and totally lost where i wanted to do my birthday stuff there it is i found it okay all right oh my gosh all right birthday time Hi, Jeff and Nicole. Just want to give a birthday shout out to my brother, Dan, whose birthday is on the 15th. I feel really lucky he's my brother. He's always, I read this one already, okay. didn't. Yeah. Well, we're going to read it again. You get another birthday. Um,
1: <laughs> <Please>.
0: <laughs> he's always there when I need him. Uh, when the dad was sick, he was right there taking care of him. Words can express how I love him. We might not agree on favorite Disney attraction, but I'm glad he's in my life. Favorite attraction, Country Bear Jamboree, and favorite snack is the Dole Whip float from Ellen Sullivan in Boston. Thank you so much.
1: Happy birthday again. Happy Dan. birthday
0: again. Wow. <laughs> I rushed through it and I just couldn't help myself. So, <laughs> but.
1: Now it, Dan has
0: two birthdays. he got two birthdays. I think
1: he needs more sparkles.
0: More sparkles? Okay, I can do that.
1: Sparkles right. for Dan. Sparkles. <laughs>
0: Anybody else out there celebrating over birthday, if you want to let us know. And I'll, I promise I'll do it at the right time, not a week later and the week before and everything else. Send your birthday request to us. Uh, DW60 at is, uh is where you can send that. I don't think I know of any other birthdays that are coming up recently. I think we're good to go on that. I think so. I think we're good to go. All right. So that's all the news that we've got this time around on DW60. young man
1: you think calypso music is hot you wait till you taste the pepper on this one
0: i go i go usually means the end of our show but real quick you just found out some information
1: but wait there's more yeah
0: give me the cliff note version of what's going on real fast
1: so good news Epcot Food and Wine Festival begins July fifteenth when the park's open.
0: And Oh wow.
1: The topiaries from Flower and Garden are still gonna be there.
0: No kidding. So the, Only the topiaries though, not the little fla- the garden like flower areas all around the ponds and everything.
1: Uh no, those are gone.
0: Those are gone, okay. Uh but all the right.
1: topiaries will still be there. Over twenty food booths will be spread around spread out throughout the entire park. So, you know, more room for physical distancing, more room for the lines, more room to eat, all kinds of good stuff. However, bad news, no Eat to the Beat concerts. Oh,
0: that's a bummer. Um, I enjoy that so much.
1: They just don't think that they'll be able to accommodate the large crowds um, with all the precautions in place, but the jamiters and other Epcot entertainment will be on the American garden stage throughout the day. So there will be entertainment, just not the headliners. Right. And then the really bad news. Are you ready for this?
0: There's, there's more bad news. Yeah, there was
1: good, bad, and really bad. So really bad is Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party is now canceled (laughs) and H2O glow nights. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to be really upset about Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party. Um, I do. What? I understand it. I I, <laughs> I I know. That's a lot. That that's a, a lot, lot to information process to take at in. the end of a show. Um, but, you know, no fireworks, no parades, no stage shows, anything like that. That's that's what the Halloween party is all about. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Um, but it,
0: <sighs> We really wanted to do the Halloween party for the honeymoon. Yeah.
1: You know? I wanted to take my family to the Halloween party. Yeah.
0: And,
1: dang it. Dang, Nabbit.
0: I hope that people don't look at this as another reason not to visit the Walt Disney World Resort right now. I really do. But the great news is, so, so much time to enjoy the Food and Wine Festival.
1: The longest Food and Wine Festival ever.
0: Like, especially if you're a local, if you don't make it to all the booths for Food and Wine this year, there's a problem.
1: You got some issues.
0: If you can get a reservation. (laughs) Oh, yeah, oh, I forgot that. to tie that in there too. Oh well, no, yeah. I mean,
1: now you have more days that are you're available. That you is know, true. That's that is true. Yeah, good there. point. So shouldn't be an wow. issue.
0: We are definitely going to talk about this on the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Sorcerer Radio's new Discord page. If you want to talk about it with us, send an email, send your email to DW60 at SrSounds.com or send us a message on Facebook, DW60s Press Row uh, pages on Facebook, or on Instagram at DW60 Press Row as well, if you want to do that. Uh
1: We want to know what you have to think.
0: We do want to know what you have to think, and we want to read your emails and everything else. Real quick, uh, podcast is now available on Pandora. We just found out that literally, as we were all kinds of exciting information. Starting this segment, this is a lot of information to process. It It is, is. and we're going to adjust as we need to. Get get, the thing is, people, it will get better. I promise you, it Mm -hmm. will. So it has to. It has to get better. I think that's all we've got. So until next time, it's Jeff and Nicole. DW60's Press Road Podcast. Have a magical day.